4: Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted, with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential.
3: Hi, Brian Saladay. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting, Life Unscripted. I'm so grateful to have you here this wonderful Saturday afternoon. How are you?
1: I'm doing fine, thank you. How are you?
3: I'm doing fabulous. Uh, you're going to help our businesses out there. A lot of them have just started to get back into the rev of things after many uh, states and places have been on shutdown. And you're going to help our audience navigate and understand, help them prevent deadly workplace, um, disasters and events. Uh, we'd like that. We've, we've seen that in the news and YouTube videos of disasters happening. And, uh, you work with a wonderful group and the CEO and president of King's Kinsman Group, uh, just helping engineers do do just that. But I want you to share with our audience a little bit about your backstory and how you came to creating and working with Kingsman Group.
1: Uh, Sure. So I've been in this field mostly for about 30 years or more. And uh, the original business was around managing engineering documentation many years ago. Uh, we developed software that enabled pharmaceutical companies to comply with certain federal regulations and um, helped many large process manufacturing companies manage their engineering documentation. Uh, a software company that did that uh, actually um, acquired that company then. And I uh, managed North America operations for that company for about eight years after that. Um, they were then acquired by a venture capital company. And a um, mm-hmm. couple years after that, uh, it was a good opportunity for me to uh, venture out again and start Kinsman Group. And uh, we are now partners with that same software company and, and other companies as well.
3: Wow. So, did you study engineering um, when you way back when? Are you an engineer as well?
1: I'm. I'm not an engineer now. Um, I have always worked with engineers. I always had the engineering brain. Um, I uh, got into college for engineering and switched over to business while I was in college.
3: Yeah, I'm sure um, that helped though, getting it, an understanding.
1: It, for for sure, yeah, yeah, and I yeah. I did. Uh, also worked for an architectural firm and did a lot of design and drawing and, and all of that too. So I did have experience with the engineering documentation um, and develop and, and actually, you know, um, creating it before I I learned to manage it.
3: Well, you know, it's interesting. I think they're the the lost people who make stuff happen are the engineers. I mean, they're so necessary. They're the make it happen people that we don't pay attention to um, that are so necessary, but. You know, you're know, you here to talk about how does it help prevent deadly disasters and, and work uh, events. Um, I, I never even thought of that topic and how that could possibly happen. And then my husband's like, oh, yeah, really check this out on YouTube. <laughs> so there are some horrible events that happen. Share your expertise on that. Sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, artificial intelligence and machine learning really has been around for a long time. It, it's maybe been in the last handful of years that I think Uh, People are putting that technology together with other technology and and really finding ways to leverage it and and add more value in the business environment. Um, I think before that, it it was, um, you know, pretty much in the labs and, and being experimented with some of the earliest forms of A.I., uh, are, are probably everyone's experience with Amazon.com and, and, you know, even 25 years ago, buying books from them, uh, they they were doing that. And uh, today you, you can see a lot of other forms of it, but also similar to, to what you even see more of today with Amazon and, and other large companies too, right? Um, as it relates to engineering information, though, um we found ways to make it easier for people to find the information that they need um, to improve safety uh, productivity um, compliance with, with different regulations mm-hmm. and the more complex an environment is and the regulations around it um the harder it is the more expensive it is to to comply and and uh, to, to, be as safe as possible that we today just have so much data coming from so many yeah. different directions that, uh, it's, it's often hard to, to leverage all that data. It's just too much. And, yeah. and, and people often don't know which data is the right. most useful and, and when it'll be the most useful. So having tools that help figure that out in the background without forcing individuals to figure that out and make those decisions uh, has has helped organizations a lot. And so, some practical examples are uh, to, to be able to crawl through a lot of this data and look for the data that the... the Applications know to be most useful and related to, um, safety, for, for example. And, uh, when, when you're in a certain environment, say a, a large process manufacturing envir- environment and have uh, a big plant and all of the data on that plant and the equipment and the, the, the chemicals in a, in a chemical plant,
3: um,
1: yeah. then to, to know the different rules mm. uh, around um, keeping people safe, for example, yeah. in, in fires um, mm-hmm. or, or when chemicals are mixed. Uh, mm. And and when someone is out in the field replacing a piece of equipment in the plant, um, y- you need information to be as safe as possible. And a lot of times it's just not available. And, and usually through um, no fault of someone's but maybe there's just so much data it's just tough to keep up with it and make it available you know when it's supposed to be Mm -hmm. um well today these tools in the background are able to look at all these different sources of information and Mm -hmm. present that information based on someone's role Mm
3: -hmm. and the
1: use case or what they're doing yeah Okay, because then it'll know that you probably need this information or that information. And -hmm. it's able to get it not just from Mm -hmm. places inside of a company, but other data sources that provide services, for example, around chemicals Mm. um, to to be able to draw that information about the different types of chemicals and when they're mixed together and and whether they're deadly or not
3: um and how to do so in a safe manner
1: services yeah help people keep up to that when Mm -hmm. when it might not otherwise be possible for, for humans to do by themselves
3: yeah yeah i i love this brian because um i recall in the 80s my mom worked as a graphic um designer in that company and she uh actually at that time the big graphic machines had this this chemical that was really dangerous. You had to put gloves on the whole bit. And uh I I remember going into that room where they'd mix it and have to open this stuff and people were just messing with it, not paying much attention. I'm like, you could seriously hurt yourself.
1: Yeah, and, and they're there and that's a great point too, because mm. a lot of times there are people coming from even outside the company, uh, mm. police firemen, right? Uh, that don't know the business, don't know what chemicals are in that plant mm. and, and how to address that. And uh, usually there are first responders within a, a company that are there together with, with those people. And now they have mobile devices that allow you to access this information from out in the field mm-hmm. um, and, uh, you know, applications that are uh, central points mm-hmm. to all this information that are uh, pulling all the data from other applications and giving you one centralized view of all the data so that you don't have to think you know where did i store that information where do i find this you know Mm -hmm. there's too many applications too besides data so to to be able to consolidate all of that and and have a way of of looking at your plant from one Mm -hmm. one source is, is really important
3: yeah, I mean, really, Brian, I remember hearing about a story of just a general office area that it had the overhead, um, um, what do you call it? air conditioning systems and breathing systems being clogged up with mold and people getting sick, there is an instance where they could have had some help to realize, okay, are we checking this? Are we making sure all the airways are safe? Because we all you generally sit inside of places, whether it's a plant or even sometimes an office space. Yes, now, I see yes. that um, Kingsman uh, Group generally works with um, a lot of prominent oil, gas, pharmaceutical, utility companies. They're mostly plants um places that generally work with not office type um, facilities
1: uh correct yeah mostly plants that have a lot of physical assets to be maintained and Mm -hmm. uh really our attention is there because they're mostly the most complex environments they uh you know they they are going through a lot of change Mm -hmm. and that change needs to be managed um so you know you're, you're you're pushing uh, you're dealing with processes all the time. It's really important that someone follow processes, um, you know, the way they were intended and, and to be able to push that through a workflow and have a, an audit trail, electronic mm-hmm. signatures. Uh, so the more complicated an environment and the more dangerous environment mm-hmm. it is, nuclear plants, for example, mm-hmm. um, the, the more important it is to have the kind of systems that, that we put in. And and that's why we focus on the process manufacturers. Yeah,
3: yeah, it makes a lot of sense. In fact, this recalls for me the aviation um, industry, how systematic and process oriented it is. Because you know, from the mechanic that fixed different parts, they have to number each one, make sure everything is logged. Um, Even the pilots log anything. There's anything wrong in the plane, they squawk it. Everyone is accountable, so that God forbid there's a problem later on, they can go down the chain. Where did the problem? come about so we can fix it going forward.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
3: Yeah, It's so important. Yeah. But this is great. Now, there might be some businesses listening in who do operate in a very complex uh, system and area that want to get a hold of working with Kingsman and your group. Uh, How do they do that?
1: Uh, Well, they can go to kinsmangroup.com on on the the internet Um, and we have a lot of information up there and of course, uh, a way for them to leave their contact information. Um, or, or to call us and to learn more about some of what we're talking about now and, and, uh, the other environments and the type of systems that, that we, uh, solutions that we provide.
3: Yeah, it's it's great. And you mentioned early on about Amazon. They've really got the systematic thing going down. I mean, I was seeing their warehouse. They have a lot of people working there, but they're very systematic, process-oriented. And they do have a lot of robots, but, I mean, they keep yeah. and hold a lot of stuff. It just blows my mind the way I see the way their operation works. They really are ahead of their game, I think, and and the way they get their processes, AI-oriented working.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure they are. And even after all these years, uh you know, everyone kind of looks to them to, to say, uh, it's about making everything, it's about making the complex simple, simple, right? Yeah, and uh, they seem to do a really good job of that, and everybody wants it to be that simple. And uh, that's, well, that's when you we make it
3: for. simple, then less problems and less disasters, which is exactly. what we're looking for. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot
1: going on in the background, but when you yeah. can get the usability of something to be so simple, especially. In, uh, in an event, right, a disastrous event type thing, you don't want to, your brain really can't think about um, how to navigate something complicated anyway,
3: Yeah. so
1: it's another reason for it to be simple. Yeah,
3: yeah and in that way, what I'm getting from you is that should a disaster come about, you're now able to deal with it because you already have it worked out and how this will be dealt with when it happens. Right, right, Not like right, the moment right. it happened. oh, what do we do? We're all looking at each other. No, no, right. you have it down. Here's exactly how we're going to mm. handle it and make it make it yeah. stop. Yeah, exactly. uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. tell me one thing before we leave here. Um, a company calls you or interested to get started. What does the process look like from day one to zero to getting started? What does that look like?
1: So um, it, it, it can be different, very different, as you can imagine, depending on the context of, of the call. Mm-hmm. Um, more often than not there's a couple of types of projects we find ourselves doing most of and uh, one would be uh, going into a company and um, repairing or renovating what they already have a lot of times people have um, put a system in either years ago or uh, it, it didn't yield the results that they they were hoping for and so, With our expertise of all kinds of systems, we'll go in and help them figure out what went wrong. So we'll do a a gap analysis to figure out, you know, what the system was supposed to do for them, what it does and and what it's not doing and and how to fix that. And then the other is um, a maturity assessment. So uh, that assessment will allow us to go in and work with an organization to, figure out what problems they are trying to solve and uh, where they are today with that. I mean, no, no one's at ground zero. Everyone is always trying to solve these problems and and do something in that direction. So we mm-hmm. help them figure out where they are and what that gap is again, mm-hmm. because uh, a lot of people will make a mistake and they think that buying a piece of software is all that they need to do to solve all these problems and Uh, That's that's rarely or or ever the case. So um, we help them prepare themselves as an organization. Software is almost always a part of it, but but never uh, this the magic or silver bullet. And so we'll help them figure out what's needed before they implement system.
3: That's great because you know every business, no matter where you're at, is ever flowing, ever dynamic. Everything changes, so you need to go with the flow and sometimes make changes, revisions, to make things flow better. And
1: both those types of projects can be anywhere from a few weeks to a few months.
3: Awesome. Well, everyone can go to Kinsmen, which is K-I-N-S-M-E-N, group.com, correct?
1: Exactly, yes. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah.
3: Well, this has been a pleasure speaking with you today, Brian. Thank you so much for sharing this very important thing. I know there's businesses out there that could use your services and uh, you guys can help them. So thank you so much for coming to Savvy Broadcasting today.
1: Okay. Yes. Thanks very much. It was nice talking to you. Thank you